0: Here is something really (laughs) enchanting. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls? With your host Chris Michaels, and this is on the wakeup radio.com. So every week, every Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we talk about politics, current events, and everything else in between. Tonight, we are going to talk about things that I forgot. No, we're going to talk about things involving more similarities between radiation issues and COVID. And finally. H R sixty six
1: sixty six
0: with a covid the brand's covidian wet dream. So H R sixty six sixty six. It stands for House of Representatives Bill sixty six sixty six, introduced by a moronic Democrat, oddly enough. And we'll get into that later on in the show. Uh, but, you know, as we all know, or as I've discussed in the past on my own podcast last fall with Chris Michaels and other radio shows, um, we see more and more evidence or striking similarities that there are there's a correlation between the symptoms of what COVID is supposed to be and radiation poisoning on a certain, excuse me, on a certain level. So it appears that all of these symptoms of COVID actually involve icky things like radiation, uh, but we'll get into that in a little bit. First and foremost, first and foremost, President Trump has decided to launch his own blog. Essentially, don't let anybody tell you anything different. It's a blog and you can't comment on his blog, and that saves himself a lot of problems because if you comment on it, then you've got to react to people and blah, blah, blah. So I think he did the right thing by just posting stuff and not letting anybody comment on what he posts. I think it's called from the desk of Donald J. Trump or something along those lines, and already he's taking shots at people, and I think it's great. He's taking shots at Liz Cheney. I mean, yeah. just a disgusting, reprehensible moose out on the west coast of the United States. Just her, her and her idiotic father are both war mongers. They cannot do enough to bring the United States into a conflict with some group of people that are probably brown. Or some shade thereof, they. I mean, Liz Cheney is a dirtbag, and I wish, on some level, she'd take a dirt nap. Just go away. Just, just don't talk anymore. We want to see you. You look like a. You look like a rejected school mom, a librarian in a school, uh, in a public school. I mean, you, you just look like a swab, and and you you know you come from a a family with blood on their hands up to their elbows, just shut up, go away, or just change to the Democrat Party and everyone will leave you alone and you will be welcome with open arms. I mean, enough with you. And your idiotic father, Dick Cheney, uh, was rumored to be a a molester and please tell me that he wasn't drugged up when he shot the other guy in the face on a hunting trip. Uh, it's just enough is enough This woman's got to shut up And she's got to go away And Trump is all over her I hope Trump goes into that state And campaigns until he's blue in the face Which would be An enormous effort Because he's usually orange So good to him I hope he has a lot Of success with his website And we cannot wish More tweets And more posts Uh, Enough times during the day From Donald Trump's new website So what else has been going on? Uh, A couple of things That are, uh, well, rather interesting We've got Florida The governor of Florida, the Sanders. He's saying, guess what? All of you local governments That kind of lean towards the Democrats uh, We are putting our foot down. You will no longer have these ridiculous mask mandates. You will no longer have the social distancing requirements, on and on and on, and good for Governor DeSantis. He also said that he is not going to support the, uh, oh, what is it called, the critical race theory, is that it? I think that's it. Uh, where if you're not uh, or if you're white, you're a horrible human being uh, just because somebody else in the past also happened to have been white and they did some nasty things. Uh, you know, if you really want to go back that far, then we can talk about the Barbary pirates uh, off the coast of North Africa during the 1500s and really learn about some awful things that they did to people. And then we can play the same game. Uh, So, like, enough is enough. Thankfully, Governor DeSantis in Florida has put his foot down when it comes to all of this. Gubernatorial candidate for governor uh, in California. Um, What's-her-face? Ran the triathlon, married to that fat-ass, or the the, uh, father of the fat-ass Kardashian, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner is going for the Republican nomination for governor in the state of California, and Caitlyn Jenner said there is no way that she would ever support trans individuals competing in women's sports, and she said it was just not fair. And of course, the reporter that asked her the question tried to bait her into a uh, into a, a, a sensitive. Dialogue and she said thank you very much and avoided the whole conversation. Good for her, and she's absolutely right to have that kind of opinion because you know, just on a genetic level, you're not it, it's two different types of genes. Like a, a male can build muscle more quickly than a female, that's just the way it is now. At the same time. That doesn't mean that women cannot be as strong or stronger than a fair amount of males, if not most males, if they alter their diet and they work out certain ways and things. You know, there's only exceptions to the rules. There are really no rules. Just as long as you're determined enough, you can actually do whatever you'd like to do. Uh, but just to say that a trans, uh, that a, that a, a, a male to female trans person is going to compete in an all-female sport. I mean, it's just asinine. Like, who would really support that kind of thing? a lot of states do, and it's probably because they have some sort of effort behind them, pushing them to go into a certain direction, that in reality a lot of parents don't necessarily want them to go down. But that's just the crazy mindset we live in. Good for us. Uh, another thing that we have to we have to talk about is Q. Q is really starting to flourish in some senses uh, because if we look at all the Q posts, we can see that they are about a year in advance. So if you go to like May 5th Q post or May 3rd or 4th Q post, you can find information that's relative to what's going on with the news of the day. Now I brought up in the past that Q was probably a psychological operation to defuse the Trump supporters, meaning trust the plan was the mantra of the Q group. And I refuse to call them Q QAnon, by the way, because anonymous and Q are two different things, just completely different things. And, the media tries to lump them together to reduce the legitimacy of what you're thinking by calling it QAnon, and lo and behold, all of a sudden, you've got a tinfoil hat on your head, but that's not the reality of the situation. Um, So I've always been on the fence about Q. I never really paid attention to Q until the end of Trump's presidency, and even then I always took it with a grain of salt because it sounds really nice, But will it actually come to fruition? I don't know. Um, But anyway, a lot of these Q posts have been relevant a year later to the day. And this is supposed to be a very significant week for some reason. Now, uh, so far, it hasn't been that significant. So far, we've seen Trump re-release his website so that he can get his message out. That's great. Uh, We know in the first quarter... Trump raised 18 million more dollars than both the Democrat and Republican parties combined. So that's the reason why Trump wanted you to donate to him and not the Republican Party because he is not going to be sidelined by, by people with uh, their upper lip glued to their top teeth like Mitch McConnell or uh, polygamist, uh, Mitt Romney. You know, I mean, these people are disgusting human being. Mitt Romney is just a dirtbag. Like, he, he belongs in a used car lot with, with a polka dot tie and a brown suit. I mean, the guy is a scumbag through and through. And he's supposed to be the person that we're supposed to be listening to? I mean, you heard him get booed off the stage, and that was fantastic. I loved it. But anyway, so far... We've not heard too many booms go off in the week that was supposed to be full of them. But there is one story that does kind of point in the direction that things are changing, and that comes out of Germany. Now, Germany has the strictest lockdowns in Europe. And what's interesting about Germany is that you have none other than Angela Merkel, the little dwarf, out of whatever town she's from, uh, rumored to be granddaughter of none other than Adolf Schickelgruber and Ava Braun. Uh, She's out there in all of her public speeches and public presentations giving hand gestures, the same hand gestures that Adolf Hitler gave. uh, So we all know about the symbolism that politicians and elitists use So we can't do anything else other than say, okay, we got the message. Uh, uh, All right, sweetheart, shut up, go away. Uh, Go stand on a phone book or or sit on the phone book so we can see you instead of putting our tea on top of your head and staking you for an end table. Um, So she was out there giving all these hand gestures, trying to lock down Germany, and the German police, for what it's worth, they cracked down on a dark web site called Boys Town. And Boys Town was, what do you think it was? It was a child sex abuse platform on the dark web. And it had close to 400,000 members. And the German police went in there and cleaned house. Now, this is a good thing, Um, including one man in Paraguay, and uh, let's see, after working with the Europol and investigators in the U.S., Netherlands, Sweden, and Australia, the Federal Criminal Police Office of Germany, carried out a number of raids in April, targeting four Germans suspected to be the platform administrators, arresting at least one man in Paraguay, who they also believe is the administrator and the site's largest contributor. And the platform included several communication channels for Users, the members, were also receiving advice from platform administrators for how to access the site in the most secure way and how to best avoid detection and subsequent criminal charges. So we all know through Q that these people, whoever was posting on Q, that they did know about the child trafficking rings and the human trafficking rings and the adreno Chrome. That's some pretty heavy stuff. And during the boom week, we see something like this. We also see Ghislaine Maxwell emerge from her prison cell with a black eye. We also see uh, Chief Justice Roberts emerge from his chambers. Coward, coward, spineless, scrotumless Chief Justice Roberts also emerged from whatever uh, crypt or log he emerged from also With a black eye on his left side Now why would he do that Why would all of a sudden These important people I mean you can look throughout All of American politics You got Bernie Sanders um, uh, Who else Bernie Sanders, Bill Clinton um, uh, I think Bill Gates You had uh, a whole bunch of Democrats They all have a black eye On the left side Now why would that be And I'll tell you right after this This is last call with Chris Michaels on the wake up radio.com, and uh, we'll be right back after this. This is Chris Michaels on Resonance. Uh, this is my uh, weekly podcast. And guess what? We're here every Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the wake up and we're going to talk about all sorts of interesting things because. Uh, we got to. And if we don't do it, then no one else will. So it's up to us to spread the knowledge about all of the things that we need to talk about. So one of the things that we do need to bring up is what I brought up right before the break. And that is, why is everybody, why is everybody walking around with black eyes? Not black guys, but black eyes. And It has to go back to the whole Eye of Horace nonsense thing, where the left eye is the issue. So what they do is, it's all symbolic. It's like a life and death kind of thing. Uh, Horace apparently, long ago, I don't have a myth in front of me, so obviously I'm summarizing the whole thing. Got into a big fight. Uh, Somebody punched out his left eye is blind and there we go so it's all symbolic, it all goes back to that Atlantean myth nonsense because Egypt is not Egyptian, Egypt is actually Atlantean it just happens to be in Egypt, so all of the mythology, all of the artwork that you see, it's not actually Egyptian it's Atlantean and if you look throughout the planet, I mean, if you look in the in the, what's it called in, uh, what is it, Bosnia The Bosnian Pyramids, same thing. If you look throughout the Grand Canyon, if the federal government allows you into the parts that they don't allow you in, you would find Egyptian artifacts. And they'd say, well, Egypt was a global civilization. No, Atlantis was. And Atlantis, what you're seeing in Egypt is actually Atlantean, and what you would find in in, uh, the Grand Canyon is actually Atlantean. And throughout Antarctica and South America and everything else, Interesting little thing about Antarctica and South America, now that I think about it, Uh, getting completely derailed and digressing like a drunk mental patients. There is uh, writing all throughout the western coast of South America. And, you know, as as civilization travels, the writing becomes more and more crude uh, the more distant you get from the major cultural centers, meaning that the further away from New York City that you get, the more and more your language and your grammar gets ruined. So if you go from New York City to Long Island, you all of a sudden stop pronouncing your Rs and they become A H's. Uh, you you don't say coffee coffee like I do. You say coffee, C A W S E E. Instead of uh, coffee, C O S F E E. Or if you're in the Midwest, all of a sudden, uh, the further away you get from cities, the more and more you sound like this, and you don't mind branding some cattle and maybe even uh, castrating some horses and buffalo. Uh, but you get the idea. The, the point that I'm getting at is that language and writing uh, from the southern western tip of South. Africa, uh, South America is more refined than the writing you see the further up north you go into Central and South America. So the implication is, is that there is a major, major civilization just off the southern coast of South America, and ultimately South Africa. And where is that? Well, Antarctica. So, you know, if you do some homework and you if you do some research, you will find that there is probably something in Antarctica itself that would be uh, striking in what you would find there. And you, you, you get more and more leaks now and then. Uh, you, you, you're starting to get more leaks, actually, uh, from photographs of, of ruins from South Africa. Um, you're getting more and more pictures of ruins in Antarctica that look like ruins in South Africa. Uh, just look up Michael Tellinger and ruins in South Africa, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And so what is it really? They're, they're really electromagnetic frequency energy plants, and they're all throughout. It's very, very ancient stuff, hundreds of thousands of years old, completely blowing out of the water. The theory that mankind is roughly 8,000 to 10,000 years old. Um, so you can do your own research on that So what else do we have going on? We have to regain focus here because, like I said, I digress like a drunk mental patient because I've got so many brilliant thoughts in my head that it's very easy for me to go down these various roads. But we will dive right into Egypt. Now, Egypt comes up in a number of ways recently. So a lot of you are on top of all of your memes. Uh, So one meme has been making the rounds And I did do some research on this, the amygdala, I can't pronounce. See, the thing is with me, I'm not a medical person. And if somebody starts talking to me about biology or chemistry, my eyes generally glaze over and I say, this is boring as fuck. Um, But we'll try to get through this. Uh, There's something in the brain right next to the pineal gland or close to it, the amygdala amygdala, amygdala, amygdala? I don't I don't know how the fuck to pronounce this bullshit. A M Y G D A L A. And so what happens is in supposedly in Egypt when you were a slave, they shoved a big old thing up your nose and tapped your amygdala. And what that would do is it would actually do a couple of things. The first thing it would do is it would suppress the fear response in your system and the military has done a lot of studies to go along with this. Um they eventually found out the military eventually found out that what that the amygdala does amygdala I for the life of me I will never be able to pronounce this bullshit. Um so what it does is it it limits your response to other people's eyes. Because humans react to fear, and that fear is determined by whether or not you can react to somebody else's eyes, particularly the whites of their eyes. So that also has to do with the eye of Horus because the eye of Horus is also linked to the pineal gland. So what the, the touching the amygdala does is it reduces your fear responses right, or or the ability to respond to fear because you're not sure what fear is at that point. Um, the other thing it supposedly does is that it suppresses your feelings. So what does that mean? It means you are no longer you're no longer really that agitated about things that should make you agitated. In other words, if you take a PCR test and they shove a swab up your nose that somehow hits your amygdala, amygdala whatever the fuck it is, then You are being subdued. You're being triggered on a physical level, on a biological level. All of a sudden, the fear is in you. Or there are lockdowns and there are uh, restrictions to your freedom that you no longer react to. Because the chemical imbalance inside of your head is now so extreme that you don't react. And you no longer respond to this stuff out of fear. It's just, oh, whatever. I mean, we have to do what's best for everybody. We have to listen to people like Dr. Fauci. And you become basically a drone. And that's what I suspect they were doing along with a couple of other things and why they were shoving things up your nose. Because what's going on in there? Why why are they shoving things up your nose? Why are they really trying to bust the, brain back, the brain-blood barrier of that? I mean, talk about alliteration of three Bs in a row. Why are they really trying to do that? There's something greater going on here, whether or not you've been vaccinated. And we're going to get into that, and we're also going to get to HR 6666 right after this. This is Resonance with Chris Michaels on, on WakeUpRadio.com. This is Chris Michaels with the show Resonance on OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. So let's get into what we've been meaning to get into. What is going on with all of the quote-unquote vaccines? So I brought up a couple of weeks ago, we've got a couple of options on why these vaccines what we're are doing what they're doing, and why the vaccinated are influencing the unvaccinated, particularly in women when women are influencing each other's menstrual cycle. So women normally have this psychic-metaphysical hive mind where if, you, if they all work together, their the cycles kind of correlate to one another. But what's go, been going on is that the unvaccinated have been going on the same cycles as the vaccinated. Now, the problem with the vaccinated is that they are exhibiting symptoms that are really, really, really bizarre. So we've got periods between periods. We've got extra heavy flows. We've got one woman who called her period the tsunami after she had to use four tampons in four hours, uh, sloughing off of the uterus. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> anyway. Um, Now, look, I I don't mean to make fun of a bodily function. I'm not not making fun of a bodily function, but the whole idea, that whole phrase, sloughing off, (laughs) (laughs) so what could be going on with this? I brought up a couple of weeks ago that uh, there could be shedding going on, meaning that just natural human dander, hair's falling off, you know, you scratch your arm, you got dead skin that falls off, or hairs that fall off, blah, blah, blah. Uh, It could have to do with the fact that there is the spike protein being developed by the vaccinated, and they are turning into spike protein factories. Now, the interesting thing about that whole spike protein nonsense is the following, that nobody... Nobody has an actual culture, an actual sample of the COVID-19 virus. Nobody. So that's why you have mRNA vaccines, because normally a vaccine requires a sample of the dead thing you're trying to vaccinate again. But with the mRNA and the COVID-19 vaccine, they've got no samples, which means, that they're using other materials to mimic what they think the COVID-19 vaccine or the COVID-19 virus actually is. So once again, we're throwing a dart at a board and saying, oh, close enough. And then they are altering the mRNA, which alters the DNA, and how it creates proteins. And also what they're doing is pumping out these proteins on an, uh, unabated unabated so that means if a person is inoculated we cannot shut them off they will always be creating these spike proteins that are artificial so what is going on they're either shedding this stuff and this stuff in form of hair breath uh, pinching off a loaf in the corner taking a leak on somebody's shoes whatever, a sneeze, a fart, whatever it is, the people around the vaccinated that perform one of their bodily functions are suddenly being, quote-unquote, vaccinated, and they are exhibiting the same symptoms. So what do we see in the mRNA vaccines? We see hydrogel, which if you're listening to this channel, you know what hydrogel is. It is a nanotechnology. The military... Tried to use it. The military did studies on it. They can order it around. It performs functions. It can communicate via Wi Fi. It can also generate its own power using the electromagnetic fields within the body. So if hydrogel is in the human body, and we're going down a metaphysical road here and saying that every human being emits an electromagnetic field and is otherwise crystallized in, in their own systems or carbon or whatever else, each human being is essentially an antenna. That's why when you walk into a room, uh, and, and you walk into a room and you see your X, or you you see your Ming squeezes X, or your Ming squeeze sees your X, you get the Oompa Loompa vibe. It's because your electromagnetic field is all of a sudden disrupted because you pick up on it. The hair is determined to be part of the nervous system that picks up on the electromagnetic field. So what could they have possibly done with hydrogel? They've turned everybody potentially, now this is a theory, uh, into an antenna, and it emits whatever is being pumped through Wi-Fi. And all of a sudden, it would kind of explain why the unvaccinated are picking up on the signals of the vaccinated and exhibiting those same symptoms. Now, in women, it comes in the form of, of periods and, and icky things with that stuff. But in men, it comes in the form of big old balls and also erectile dysfunction. So if we're to combine those two things together, what do we have? We've got women constantly getting their periods, and men that can't get it up. So you just uh, performed euthanasia to the majority of the civilization right there because these people are not going to stop until 7.5 billion people get inoculated. Uh, What else is going on? When you inject this mRNA stuff into your body, It creates a spike protein, uh, and the spike protein antibody is essentially deadly, according to Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. And what happens after uh, after all of that is that it becomes absolutely deadly in essence, because the spike protein directly attacks the lung tissue, and it breaks it down. The second thing is that it inhibits your M2 macrophages, which are your anti-inflammatory Macrophages, macrophages. so you go into cytokine storms and eventually you die, which is why hydroxychloroquine, an anti toxic agent, is so useful because it is essentially performing the role of an anti inflammatory. That's not what it is, but it essentially performs that role. Speaking of medicines, by the way, Ivertectin, I, I can't remember the exact name of it. That medicine is being studied on COVID patients, and they're having monumental success. 95% success rate, 99% success rate uh, in some cases. Ivermectin, I think that's what it's called. Uh, and the study is being performed in the Philippines. Now, you have to go back a little bit to determine what exactly is that drug used for. And that drug is originally used for getting rid of your exes. I mean getting rid of parasites. Uh, So you take the drug, it causes a reaction in the parasite, and eventually you will essentially shit out the parasite. But they've been finding extreme amounts of successful results from administering that drug to COVID patients. Now, what were they testing that drug for? Just a few years ago before COVID. Why? None other than a, a cancer treatment. So they were treating people that were suffering from cancer with this drug. Now, why is that relevant? It's because we see more and more symbolic and uh, results and side effects uh, from COVID and, and uh, symptoms of COVID that just miraculously correlates to radiation poisoning and cancer. So why are taking the PCR test? We brought it up last time. The PCR test involved testing for DNA mutations due to what? Due to cancer. This drug, ivermectin, uh, normally tested or normally used on parasites, found it was extremely helpful in cancer patients because it, re- it reduces or it causes, uh, I forgot what they call it, uh, there was a term that essentially makes the cell die off, shuts the cell down, the cancer cells down. Um, it, it allows that to happen more readily, more often. And so, once again, as I brought up in the past, we have uh, pneumonitis, dyspnea, items that you see, diseases that you see due to radiation poisoning, And you get the same symptoms from from pneumonitis and dyspnea as you do with COVID. Uh, There's another cancer that came out of Taiwan. Good luck if I can pronounce it. I'll I'll try to do it. Uh, Nasal nasal pharyngeal carcinoma. It's a cancer in the back of your neck, in the back of your nasal passages. And it forms as a tumor in the back of your neck. The way they support PCR testing. So, once again, we see that kind of schedule. How are they making sure that you are being subjugated appropriately? By shoving a swab up your nose to get that thing that I can't pronounce that the Egyptians used to poke around with. So, do you see what's going on here? They're messing around with the energetic fields of human beings here. Whether that's through... Messing around with your amygdala, amygot, I can't pronounce this fucking thing. Uh, The shit in your nose, how about that? Um, Or whether or they are performing PCR tests, whether they're injecting you with um, genetic gene therapy platforms in the form of mRNA vaccines and creating antennas out of people, they are altering, they're altering the electromagnetic fields of human beings. Now another interesting story that we've all seen and that is tied to this is the uh, microwave beams being shot, the direct energy weapons being shot into the White House and the various U.S. embassies across the planet. They also were being used against Americans in the illegal occupation of Syria. And do you know no. what some of the symptoms were? Do you know how people were saying, "Oh shit, I got hit with a direct energy." Flu-like symptoms. What does that sound? That sounds an awful like, an awful lot like, uh, I don't know, color. So what would cause that kind of reaction? Well, microwave beams. What are microwave beams? Essentially, radioactive beams or radiation beams, not radioactive, but radiation beams. Now, what else do we see? We see Elon Musk shooting up all of these satellites. And what are they doing? They are emitting 5G waves across the planet. So this has something to do more than likely with radiation than it does with a virus that they cannot isolate to create an effective vaccine against. And they're just guessing on what the spike protein should actually be and then injecting you with the programming for that spike protein. Horrifying stuff. It is uh, almost 10 to the hour here on Resonance with Chris Michaels, and this is on the thewakeupradio.com. This is Chris Michaels with uh, Resonance on, on the thewakeupradio.com. We've got another couple of minutes. So finally, I'm going to get to H.R. sixty six sixty six, part of the Branch COVIDian Wet Dream. This is a bill that was introduced by uh, House Democrat Bobby Rush. Now, he's from Illinois, so immediately, uh, Illinois, Democrat, you think, moron. And if you look at some of his stuff that he has posted in the past, you will have your suspicions confirmed 100%. The guy is not bringing the potato salad to the Mensa picnic. And he has introduced this horrific, horrific bill in the Capitol. It is entitled COVID-19 Testing Reaching and Contacting Everyone Act, in other words, the COVID-19 Trace Act, if you take the first letter of every word. It is worth $100 billion, and the taxpayer funds will be used to trace and monitor the contacts of infected individuals and to support the quarantine of such contacts through mobile health units and, as necessary, at citizens' residences. So what are they possibly saying? What are they possibly saying? They are saying that what they're going to do is monitor you, and they are going to make sure that you stay home if they don't like what you're doing. Get that through your head. And guess what? It isn't even because you are COVID positive, it's just because somebody that you may have been around tested positive or is becoming positive, so all of a sudden you are forced to stay home. Now, the $100 billion is being distributed to local governments to they hire, train, compensate, and pay the expenses of individuals, to staff mobile health units, and also knock on your door. And what they're going to do is they're going to start enacting forced quarantines. Now, how can they do that? How can they start enacting forced quarantines? What are they going to do? Are they going to put an ankle bracelet on you? Are they going to make sure that you don't leave because they force you to download an app on your phone? How can all this be possible? And they're getting... $100 billion to do it. This is something that should be fought against tooth and nail. Even in New York right now, every single sporting event is, one, going to require an Excelsior pass, which is a COVID passport. And two, the vaccinated are sitting in different areas from the unvaccinated. So you now have Two different classes of individuals that are able to attend sporting events. Now, for me, I don't care. I don't go to sporting events. I don't go to baseball games. I don't, I don't do any of that. So th- I can go about my day and be unaffected by this nonsense. But a lot of knuckle-draggers, a lot of strap-hangers, a lot of and hangers that drink beer all day long, they are going to be affected by this. And they are now offering COVID shots at the baseball field. So you show up, you get inoculated with a shot, and you get a free ticket to the baseball game. Wow. Sounds like a great idea and I cannot wait to sign up so I can get my free ticket. This is what they've been reduced to. And if this ploy doesn't work, then HR sixty six sixty six is going to come into play. And these people in Congress, they do not speak for you. We all know that, but they do not speak for you. They're going to try their dandest to get this thing pushed through because this whole thing is not about a virus. Because one, you don't have an isolated sample of this virus. Two, what's going on here is mind-boggling. It is about control. Think of this, too. All throughout 2020, you tested positive when you took a COVID test. And the counter threshold, just the metric that they use to test or determine whether or not you should be testing positive for COVID. If you, it is a whole range for it. But basically, if you scored between 1 and 40, you were assumed to be COVID positive. The World Health Organization came out on Joe Biden's inauguration and said, guess what? If you're using the counter-threshold of 1 to 40, you could be getting 90% false positives. So maybe you shouldn't be using that counter-threshold so high. Maybe you should reduce that counter-threshold metric. And so now what they're doing is they are saying if you've been vaccinated, or what they're doing overall, is the counter-threshold measurement should only count If you are between 1 and 28, not 1 and 40. So immediately, there's a story that came out today, 25% reduction in positive COVID cases. Well, yes, of course you're going to see a 25% reduction in positive COVID cases because you changed how they're measuring what a positive COVID case is. You lied throughout 2020. You lied throughout the first quarter of 2021 of what a positive COVID case is because the counter threshold was too damn high just like the rent is too damn high. And so what they're going to say is a couple of things. They're going to say, well, see, the vaccines work, the lockdowns work, the masks work, because look, positive COVID cases have been reduced. But what they're also not telling you is the sudden surge in positive COVID cases after the mass vaccination campaigns. So what they've essentially done is even despite the fact that they've reduced what the counter-threshold is, you start to see a surge of positive COVID cases, meaning that the vaccinated are now pumping out COVID spikes, which force the PCR tests to to be in the range of positive. So you've now created factories for these spike protein uh, genes or whatever they are. Who knows what they are? The, the HydroVille Nanotech. But, so, the, the point is, HR66, watch out. It's going to be the Gestapo on steroids, and they're going to try to do things that are not very constitutional. So this is Chris Michaels for On OnTheWakeUpRadio.com, and this is the show, residents. We're here every single Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. have the power, the power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, Uncensed Free Speech Platform. Flawed individual. Thing the ass, vink a duck shaf, speak a duck On the wake up.